Welcome to From the Sands, the Cool Pick Show, where today we will be chatting with Haley Irwin uh, from the Canadian Women's Hockey Team. And a quick shout out to our design team, Mad Creative, and Matthew DeCastro uh, on all. Well, so we are just waiting to connect with Haley. Connecting. There we go. How are you? Good. How are you? Oh, all right. Yeah, the, uh, it's funny. We had a, I did an interview with Dan Shulman a little while ago, and he was on the computer as well. And I really wish that Instagram would allow Instagram Lives to work on a computer because it would just be so much better. I don't even want to show you my setup I have with my iPad, but it's crazy. I just figured it was going to be easier than uh, trying to hold a phone. And, you know, it's where I'm doing all my work, so I thought it would be a little easier. But, hey. Live and learn. Who knew? <laughs> Here we are. Um, how are things uh, with hockey being installed right now? Yeah, things are, I mean, things are different. Things are constantly changing, um, but it's the same for everyone. And, you know, everyone's going through the same thing every day, kind of, and trying to figure out what their day looks like or, you know, what changes are coming. Um, and, you know, most importantly, just, you know, trying to keep everyone safe and healthy throughout the whole thing. Yeah, definitely. That's the most important part of the whole uh, of this COVID lifestyle. And hopefully, uh, as the government announced today for the uh, most majority of the province, we're into phase three with the greater Toronto area coming out in uh, probably in about two weeks or so, um, depending on how numbers kind of stimulate over those that time. Um, but let's talk about some uh, positive news about you and your hockey career um how did you like where did the passion for you want to uh like or where sorry where did the passion come from for wanting to play hockey um i grew up in a small town uh originally from terrace bay and then we moved up to the big city of thunder bay and you know it's just what my friends were doing my older brother uh that's what he was doing my older sister played ring at but still you know at the arena and i think for myself at a young age, it just started by probably just, you know, having to go to the arena because your, your older siblings are, and then just kind of falling in love with that and, and that environment. And, you know, for me at the beginning, it was about getting to hang out with my friends. And, um, you know, that that's, I think, where that passion originated. Now, in 2005, you uh, competed with the National Women's U18 Championships, and you ended up winning gold with the Ontario Red Squad. What was it like for you to kind of be kind of starting your career off with hockey there and winning a gold medal? Yeah, I think it's it's kind of like step uh, in, in the process of the, the bigger goal of, um, you know, representing Canada at the Olympics. So for me, you know, to make that Team Ontario um, was a dream come true. It was something that I wanted to do and um, was able to do it. And then, you know, for us to, to win it, um kind of seemed really crazy and you know looking back it was it was huge and such an awesome experience and one I think that um you know kind of gave me that experience going forward and you know having played on you know it was a big stage we had lots of people in the stands and um I think it helped develop me as a, a player and as a person yeah, we're definitely going to get to the Olympics uh, in a short little bit because that uh, obviously was a huge component of your career as well. Um, but the success continued as you captained the undefeated Toronto Junior Arrows team. And my question around that was how much work and dedication went into that season where you, like, after every game, like, it's great to get a few wins under the belt, but to realize, like, yo, guys, we have this many games left, like, we could potentially go undefeated. What was that feeling like in the locker room for that team? 
you know, I, I reminisce about that that team a lot lately um, because I'm still working with Ken Dufton, who was the coach at the time, and I'm still in contact with a lot of those girls. And I think for us, you know, it started with the environment, and we, we played an environment where, um, you know, Ken, our, our coach, he pushed us. Um, but as a group and the team, we were really close and we supported each other. You know, we had different goals, different dreams, um, but we supported one another. And um, at the end of the day, we showed up every single day. Um, one, because it was fun and it was enjoyable. And two, you know, we push each other to get better. And I think, you know, the undefeated part, I think um, we didn't really talk about it that much. Uh, instead, we just looked at it as, you know, trying to win another hockey game, um, trying to win another tournament. And then as the season goes on, you know, you start to get closer to the goals that you set at the beginning of the year, which is to win the provincial, to win the PWHA, you know, championship. And so, you know, it was quite a year and a memorable one. And um, I'm very proud to be a part of that, um, a part of that team and the success we had. Yeah, it's definitely a unique experience. Like just going to the rink is one thing, but getting to spend that quality time and that bonding time with your teammates is a whole other level. Um, I know, like, I just play ball hockey here at Durham, and uh, it's always fun just to go um, talk, talk the crap with the guys and, like, see how it's going and, and kind of see where our competitive spirits are at um, when we get onto the ice or onto the, onto the court. Now, in your career, you've been to five world championships and three Olympic games. During those three appearances in the Olympics, you won gold in 2010 in Vancouver, as well as 2014 in Sochi. Plus, you won silver in Pyeongchang. Um, what's it like for you to get to represent Canada, but also represent Canada three separate times on the previous stage? Uh, it's an honor. It's a privilege. Um, it's it's something that's really hard to probably put into words. Um, you know, it was a dream come true, and I think really special. And each one has a different journey, a different experience. Um, different path to get there um, and all are really special and you know I feel incredibly grateful that I got that opportunity um, you know now that I'm retired I, I get to reflect a whole lot more and I just think it's super special that I get to be a part of those groups and a really small piece of that puzzle. Now looking back at the Vancouver games those being your first ones um, shout out to Laura Stacy who's kind of watching as well. <laughs> Big Stace. <laughs> Um, how were you feeling not only watching the Olympics for your very first time, but getting to represent Canada on Canadian soil in Vancouver? What was the emotions like and what was the mindset kind of going into those games for you? Uh, I would think every emotion possible um, goes through you. You're so excited. Uh, you're like screaming like a little kid. Um, you know, that's kind of what it is. You know, you're the little kid inside of you that dreamt that moment, that dream comes true. And it's absolutely incredible and to share with your teammates, um, to watch them, you know, receive their medal is so cool as well. And, and when you finally get your chance, um, just, you know, I don't think words can really put it, you know, paint the picture, but absolutely incredible. Um, so exciting, so happy um, to do it in Canada. Um, again, like, I don't think I could have dreamt of that. I couldn't have written that story, um, but super cool. And the fans and the support and the, the job well done that Vancouver did. Um, 
just extremely grateful um, that, you know, I look back, I'm like, man, I was, I was a part of that. Like, that's pretty cool. So um, just really grateful when I reflect on that. Yeah, it was definitely a unique experience being uh, part of those games. I know for me, I wasn't able to get to the games uh, during the actual Olympics, but my softball team uh, with the Special Olympics ended up traveling out to Vancouver four years later in 2014 to compete at our uh, first national title. And we toured around Vancouver and we ended up seeing the Olympic torch and everything that they still had set up there. And it was really just cool to realize like how wicked of an opportunity this was and uh, for so many athletes to part of that opportunity yeah absolutely i mean you know vancouver there'll always be a place there you know for the olympics and it was you know you still have the memories there and they still have things there that when you visit the city um you know you get to feel you know that atmosphere um and super awesome like vancouver did an unbelievable job and you know you can try and think of a million different words to describe it and i don't know if there's one that can really pinpoint it except for just to put them all together you know amazing wicked awesome all of those things and extremely proud to be canadian one that comes to my mind is priceless because it's a priceless opportunity and experience there you go i love it oh, now as i mentioned you were part of five world championships uh when you won gold and four silvers what were those games uh like compared to the olympics for you yeah, I think for myself, I, I wish, you know, would have liked to have won more golds. Um, we fell short a few times and, you know, it, it was our goal to win. And so I think with, you know, each tournament that, you know, that maybe we won the silver, not the gold, we learned from it. Um, we took the opportunity to grow from it and to continue on. And, you know, would we like to string together some more gold medals in those world championships? You know, absolutely. Um, but extremely uh, grateful that I got to be a part of those those teams, um, those experiences. It's it's a huge stage as well. The World Championships are huge. Um, they're incredible to be a part of. Um, exciting for Canada to be hosting coming up, and excited for the group going ahead. Because I I think it's time that you know hopefully we start winning some more gold medals at World Championships. Yeah, definitely. It would be great to see, especially now with the National Women's Hockey League coming into the mix, the Toronto Six now having a team and everything as well. It's a unique uh, experience for women's hockey that's really growing and developing to where it should be now. Um, now, a lot of people have those uh, individuals in their lives that help them push this or get helped. Sorry, a lot of people in their lives have people that push them to succeed and, and kind of guide them on the right path. Did you have someone like that for you, both either on and off the ice? I know you mentioned your coach. Um, that you still work with today, but there's someone else as well that kind of helps you get to where you were. Um, yeah, I mean, there's there's no doubt that without my family, like, there's no story. There's no, there's nothing. Um, so I'm extremely grateful that, you know, they were extremely supportive. They're always in my corner. They're always your number one fan. You know, you can play, you know, I used to laugh with my mom, like, play the worst game of my life. And, you know, she's still there to pick me up and drive me home, right? So... Um, my family's a, a huge part of my success and um, I, I owe them a lot. Like, I don't think I could ever repay them, but um, just extremely grateful that I had a family that have a family that, you know, loved and supported me through it all. And, you know, my brother and sister, huge supporters and um, everything as well. And, you know, my mom, they're the ones that drive me to the rink at six in the morning for practices. You know, they're the ones that, you know, change their budgets around because hockey is expensive and you know it costs them a lot of money and so 
you know, I sit here today knowing that without them, there's, there's no story for me. There's, you know, this isn't possible. And, um, I owe them a lot. That's incredible. And yeah, everyone's going to have those people in their lives, but definitely our parents are their number one supporters for sure. Now talking about the uh, Canadian Women's Hockey League, I gotta read this because it's, uh, it's a bit of a back, like, back and forth. Uh, so you were selected in 2012 by the Brampton Thunder, where you then were relocated to Montreal and played for the Montreal Stars, where you got to play in the Calder Cup Final, or sorry, Clarkson Cup Finals. You were then traded to the Calgary Inferno the following summer. What was that whole experience like for you during those short few years to switch between being being selected to moving to Montreal, playing for them, and then tra- being, being traded to Calgary? I got traded a lot, eh? Jeez. Um, <laughs> I think for me, you know, I'm, I had different experiences in the different cities, and I played in Montreal, and it was awesome. I got to play with incredible people. Um, beautiful city. Um, you know, at the end of the day, I think Calgary was a place that I needed to be um, for different reasons. Um, I had some family there, which, you know, my sister lives there and she's got two little ones. And I think that helped me and being able to live in a city with some family and, and play hockey and have the training that I needed and, and wanted. And so, you know, yeah, I think it's super cool that I got to play in different cities and be a part of different organizations. Um, you know, and at the end of the day, I, I felt that Calgary was a, a place that um, felt like home to me. And then when it feels like home, I think training and the hockey part um, feels better. Yeah. It's, it's always that unique experience again, going back to our, our earlier talk about just being able to bond with the players that you're going onto the ice with and making sure that you feel comfortable making sure that the passes are the right ones to the right people and things like that. And just having that chemistry right off the bat. Now, um, we had a fan question coming in, and with everything happening with the NHL and the Olympics being postponed and everything as well, um, but then also to the talks around NHL players um, competing at the Olympics, what are your thoughts on if NHL players should be allowed to complete, compete at the Olympics or not? Uh, I think they should be able to. I think, um, you know, I don't, I don't really know why there's been – Uh, yes or no on that Um, for me I think it's just about athletes trying to compete in whatever sport that that they're in Um, because they play professionally I don't think they should be held out of the Olympics which is the biggest stage that you can play on Um, so I I hope that they continue to work towards that agreement I, I also think it was super you know cool for the last Olympics for players that don't necessarily play in the NHL that you know they were um, made up Team Canada. I think they did an amazing job representing Canada. Um, extremely proud of what they accomplished. Uh, I would just, you know, I like the idea that whether you're playing professional or not, that if you have the opportunity to represent your sport in the Olympics, um, clean sport, then you, sh- you should be able to do so. Yeah, because the Olympics, as everyone knows, is every four years. So you don't know where that 40-year span is going to go to, where even if you play and you miss out on one year, it's like, okay, will I be able, if I'm retired from the NHL, will I still be able to compete? You just don't know, right? So you definitely want to be able to represent your Canada or your, sorry, your country proudly um, and have that opportunity for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Now, out of all the games that you've played in and all the places that you've played, uh, 
like between all your Olympic games, uh, world championships, things like that. What was the biggest highlight for you for your uh, career and like favorite place to play? Ooh, uh, I think I've been very fortunate that I've, I've been able to play in a lot of different places, different arenas, uh, different cities, different countries, kind of everywhere and, you know, different stories everywhere as well, different memories. But I, I have to go to Vancouver. Um, yeah. I think it's, again, to play in front of Canadians and to look around and see red and white everywhere and to know that everyone, you know, wants the same thing that you want. You know, everyone wanted a gold medal in that moment. And so to play in front of that crowd that was so supportive, so loud, you know, they were an extra player for us. Um, I don't know. I don't, so far, nothing has topped that. So Vancouver has definitely, you know, got a special place in my heart for favorite places to play. That's incredible. And yeah, it's again, your first Olympics, first gold medal, huge accomplishment there. So uh, yeah, I could definitely see that being, being the top choice. <laughs> there. Now, Talking about off the ice and your retirement, you just recently uh, announced your retirement from the sport, but you're not quite away from the sport as, as you know, most hockey players can't get away from the ring <laughs> that easily. Uh, you now work with the Ryerson Rams as an assistant coach, correct? That's correct. What was the decision behind uh, your retirement and then transitioning to now coaching the younger generation? Yeah, I think with retirement, I looked at, a few different things, mental, physical, emotional, um, where I was at and what I felt I, I could still give, if anything. And I just felt like I was in a position where um, I got to do more and I think succeeded more than I dreamt of, to be honest. You know, I dreamt of maybe one Olympics. <laughs> um, so to be able to do it multiple times, um, I felt that I, I'd given the sport as a player everything that I could give. I didn't think that, you know, moving forward, I could give anything more. And so I was at a place where I was really, truly deep down happy with everything. And so for me, I was like, okay, what's the, what's the next chapter? Because as female hockey players, you know, we, we need to look at that next career. Um, I, I, I didn't play professionally in terms of getting a paycheck. So now it's about looking at what that next step is and, um, to stay in the game uh, kind of seems like the easy transition. Um, it hasn't been easy. It's it's had its ups and downs for sure, just in terms of accepting the retirement a little bit. You know, you have your days where you're like, oh, man, like I really am retired. Um, and, you know, yet there's days too where I'm super excited to go to the rink to coach and, you know, to share my knowledge. And that's, I think, what it comes down to is, I love hockey. I'm passionate about it. Um, I still want to be involved in some way, no longer as a player. So for me, that's coaching. And, you know, I, I want to just help others succeed in, in their goals, whether it's on the ice, off the ice, combination of both. And, you know, someone once passed along their knowledge to me, and now it's my turn. Now, talking about that knowledge and that sharing of, and of words of wisdom, what kind of words of wisdom would you have today to any uh, younger girls watching that may want to get into hockey and dream of eventually reaching the Olympics on a hockey team? I think it starts with a dream. Uh, dream really big. Don't let anyone tell you that you can't make it. And, you know, you're going to have your ups and downs, and, and that's okay. I think it's about showing up every day with a smile on your face, loving what you do and with the intent to get better. Um, and I think if you can put all those together in one day, um, then you're going to have a, a great career and 
you know, it, it does start with a big dream. So to all the little girls out there that want to play hockey, boys out there, whatever it might be, it might not even be hockey. Um, it might start as hockey and turn into something. Um, I think it's about dreaming big and, and showing up every day with the intent to make yourself better and those around you better. Be kind to everyone as well. Words of wisdom from Haley Irwin. Hopefully we get to see you on the ice sooner than later. Obviously, I've been watching and uh, I've kind of been involved in everything that's happened with um, with COVID and, and the postponement of the sports until at least January with universities. Because um, I have a bunch of friends on the Ontario Tech Women's Hockey Team. Shout out to them. Um, so uh, hey, you... they're all rivalry. Hey, that's what makes it even better, having those fun rivalries. That's uh, right. Hopefully we will be able to see uh, you uh, again sooner than later. Um, and I'll make sure to mark it on my calendar when Ryerson comes out to Oshawa and, uh, for a visit or for a game. So uh, awesome. thank you again, Haley, for taking the time. And um, all the best with the future. And congratulations again on all the achievements because it's so well-deserved. And, uh, yeah, kudos to you. Awesome. Thanks, Ryan, for having me. It's been fun. No problem. Thanks so much. We'll talk to you again soon. See ya. Bye.